I got it. When I first heard about Dave being trapped in a maze. One, two, three, four. I built a labyrinth. Can you believe it? Dave is trapped in a cardboard maze in his living room and he can't get out. Welcome to Dave Made a Minute, the podcast where a whole bunch of us are exploring the film Dave Made a Maze one minute at a time. The twist. Many of the participants have never seen the film. Some don't even know what film they're sampling. They get their minutes and they tackle them as they see fit. Here's your host from the Groundhog Day Project and Michael Myers Minute, Robert Black. Minute 41, our heroes find themselves changed again after finding one of their old movies. To tackle Minute 41, we have Luke Allen of Please Be Seated. You come home, there's a giant maze in your living room. You're like, what the? There's a giant maze in my living room. I've heard of people rearranging the furniture, but this is wackadoodle crazy. This doesn't make any sense. Did I promise? Did I promise to my second? It's like a fucking cocktail party in here. I get a few words from you before you go. Hello. Hiya. Surprise. Boo. I don't know what there is for me to say here. Because I don't actually know what this show's about properly. Um... I think that's the point. I hope that's the point. Otherwise, I'm just extremely ignorant and misunderstood what I've been told to do. I've seen the minute of the film that I was told to see. Um, that's about it so far. I haven't done any other research, although I am actually going to do that right now because I just tried to record... Um, I recorded basically seven minutes of me umming and ahhing, which I realised if I want to plug my show at the end... Just before it gets bad, I'll plug it now. The Please Be Seated podcast. Me and special guests reviewing a film of their choice, including archaeologists, actors, comedians, and more. Available on all your favourite podcast platforms, maybe. Or just like message me on Facebook or something. I'm Luke Allen. Hello. This film, I know little to nothing about it. Apparently, it's an adventure comedy horror. Comedy horrors are really hard to work out. Get the perfect mix, because... They're both some of the hardest genres, because a comedy's only good if it makes you laugh, and a horror's only good if it makes you scared. And this wonderful 6.2 out of 10 film on IMDb, um, maybe it does it, maybe it doesn't. This minute starts with all your favourite characters, who I'll have to double-check the names of, I forgot, entering a room. They see a dreaded British drama, and then they end up turning black and white, as you do. I don't know if it's regular occurrence in this film for someone to change t- colour, tone, um, or what's happening here. Um, but it's quite interesting. Uh, plot key words on IMDb. Magic realism, art, tesseract, turning into cardboard, time lapse and photography. I'm going to have a look at the turning into cardboard category to see what other films are out and about that involve turning into cardboard and how many of those films I can watch and start my own turning into cardboard podcast, including all your favourite films involving turning into cardboard. Now, I assume the target audience for this film is uh, teenagers, maybe? This film did come out on the 18th of August 2017. All information I'm telling you now is stuff that I'm just discovering at the time. It reimagines classic 80s adventure films with a modern comedic edge. Ah, what a pity. My uh, turning into cardboard titles uh, genre, it's the only uh, film that involves turning into cardboard. What a pity.
What what a pity. I oh. I mean, any of you people out there, if you're like filmmakers or film directors and you want to make a film involving turning into cardboard, please let me know. And I will review it on the Please Be Seated podcast because, you know, that's the sort of films that we need. Um, The black and white thing sort of interests me in this. Yeah, we're not working through this scene in order. You probably know by now. It's not a very structured recording. Um, Black and white thing seemed really interesting to me because it looked like the image was sort of being reflected upon them. And I don't know if that was a deliberate directorial thing. Um, The directing was actually quite decent. I don't know whether it was a deliberate directorial thing or what. Um, But I quite liked the fact that you couldn't tell until fully revealed that they were black and white and it wasn't like the the image was just reflecting on them. And I found that quite good. It looks alright from what there is. I'm actually just going to go and see whether I can get hold of the DVD cheaply. So after recording this, I can sit back and enjoy the glorious film that is Dave Makes a Maze? Made a Maze? Made a maze, is it? Or makes a maze? I'm only 50% sure his name's Dave. I've got that wrong as well. Is this podcast talking about how you like the film or how you hate the film? Is this supposed to be like a a complete disaster like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure? Because I don't know about you, but when I saw National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure, I found it not only an enjoyable rewatch, enjoyable rewatch, enjoyable watch, uh, but also sort of so bad it's good. And yes, I am deliberately repeating National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure to fill up time because I'm spending half an hour right now, or however long this is, just talking to myself about a movie that I know nothing about. This Is this like the, the, the payment I get in response for pretending to know about some films and having guests on and then forgetting the name of the director, like episode 2? Unprepared is my thing, but then when I want to come prepared, it's all I rely on. Now my internet's down. Now I've accidentally... Oh, this isn't a good day for me at all. Um, How's your day going, guys? You know, comment on the Facebook page how your day is. I'll probably feed through them, have a nice little chat. Just while you're listening to this, you know, if you're not doing something, get on the... Uh, Dave made a minute Facebook page or the please be seated Facebook page. Drop me a DM or something. Also, I'm in Britain, so I might be asleep when you message. But if not, have a nice chat about how your day went, who you hate. Maybe not who you hate. I don't want to start like a gossip forum. What movies you hate, your opinions on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure and all great things like that. But yeah, let me know how your day is going. Mine's gone all right. Uh, probably. I can't remember. All I know is I'm here and, like, made to watch... This. Not made to watch it. I asked people if I could come on their show. So I didn't really get forced into this. But it doesn't really work for the comic effect, does it? I want, like, a, a brilliant anecdote. You know, a lovely story to tell about my experience with Dave Made a Maze. And, oh, doesn't that just remind you of all those times when you turn black and white? But I've got none of that. Because... I'm sorry to tell you, I've never turned black and white. See, oh, this is really funny or like <laughs> really pointless. I think this is like driving myself mad. I think I turned myself into the cuckoo's nest <laughs> at the end of this. Um, 2017 movie, apparently. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. I don't really know. 
I'm going to see, because it often shows how much a film is worth, if I search it up on a second-hand DVD store website and see how much no results found. Brilliant. Is it, like, online? I don't know. I don't know how the stuff works. Oh, the internet's probably working now. Dave made a maze film. Dave made a maze available on Blu-ray for twenty-seven ninety-nine. This item will be released twenty-eighth of January twenty nineteen, so it's not even out yet. Yay for that. Well, sorry to disappoint you guys. I'm probably not gonna um pre-order the Dave Made a Maze Blu-ray. Although it is a Blu-ray from the same people who made the Heather's 30th Anniversary Blu-ray, which is a brilliant Blu-ray, by the way. The bonus features on that are glorious, so it can go lovely next to it. But 20... I don't think I can get myself into looking at that. I don't even know if this movie's any good. Um, Let's take a look, because I really am um, maybe king of tangents, maybe. Let's take a look at Dave Made a Maze. Critic reviews. Variety say, Dave Made a Maze is a whimsical fantasy about a dude who gets lost in his living room labyrinth of his own making. Will Waterson's directorial debut is itself like an awesomely scaled home craft project. The idiosyncrasy and resourcefulness are impressive, even inspiring to a point. But at 80 odd minutes, the self-conscious novelty begins to seem stretched. Enough that you notice this clever conceit is never particularly funny or meaningful, just cute. Nonetheless, just the kind of project that's bound to a, to a, a crew. Well, I never heard that word before. A cult following. There we go. Um, has it got a cult following? I don't know this either. If it has, then I've probably offended the entire fandom. If it hasn't, then this guy who wrote for Variety is a liar. And um, I was going to say you could sue him, but I don't think you can sue him for that. Can you? Probably not. What's the point? It's bigger on the inside, he calls, pleading with it. Is, is that a... Is that a qu- I don't know if I'm spoiling the film. I don't know. Maybe I'll go off this completely. Um... But Dave made a maze. Rotten Tomatoes gave it eighty-two percent. So actually, it did pretty damn well. Seventy-one percent liked it. It seems a lot more worthwhile than I originally thought. I might give it a whirl, maybe. Um, but yeah, I think it's it seems fascinating. It seems like it could be a really interesting concept. Is it on like Netflix or something? How did you all watch it? Is available in the States. Have you all watched it? Um, I'm sorry to be like torturing your ears with my questions. This might be like trimmed down to five minutes of mildly interesting conversation. Or not. Talk about preparation. Um, I'm just searching it up here. I'll go and watch it like tomorrow. It's on Netflix. But probably not. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is the first thing that comes up when I search Dave Made a Maze. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine. All of these, Maniac, Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad. All these things that you, you wouldn't necessarily associate with Dave Maniac. Or would you? I don't know enough about the film to associate. Hacksaw Ridge. I'm intrigued as to how it can be like all of these films. 
Purge, Hannibal, the IT crowd. It's an American production, isn't it? Um, British and American comedy, there's such like a definitive difference. It could be quite an interesting conversation to breach. Like, I have just finished, not just finished, just started watching through The Vicar of Dibley, which is a British sitcom. Um, obviously, with us, a lot of humour is dry. But in my opinion, a lot of American comedy, and I'm a fan of American comedy, but a lot of it seems to be almost right in front of your face, sort of, look, this is funny, laugh. Um, not all of it. Community, brilliant. If Community, in my opinion, feels a lot more British than it does American, but that's... And I enjoy a lot of American sitcoms and things, but in my mind, they're a lot more formulaic. I'd love to hear an American opinion. I assume most of you are American. That's probably... Not a fair assumption, but I assume most of you listening are American. If not, don't be offended with my assumptions. Dave made a maze. That's what we're talking about. Dave made a maze. Um, in this minute, which I am... Ah! I am, in fact, just to get myself back on track, going to rewatch right this moment, and I shall ask... Um, I don't have to ask it out, I can press pause. Isn't that lovely? Isn't it nice the things that Audacity does for us? You're gonna you gonna pause if I press Hello, here we go, I'm back. Um I noticed at the start there's a guy with a camera. I don't know if that's significant at all. Um but that intrigues me as to what happens with the minute. Um British drama, I don't think it's all like that. Which they find the the dreaded British drama, and there's the guy and the girl, and I've already forgotten their names. And there's the other guy who's different to the first guy, and the colours I assume is like some sort of party style. It looks very much like a, a Monty Python sketch. This British drama that they're watching, and as I said earlier, I love how you've sort of got the projection of it onto them, and sort of the silhouettes. And then how they sort of turn black and white and you don't really notice until you're like, hang on, they're black and white. And then one of the guys is like, hang on, we're black and white. I don't think that's what he says. Uh, maybe it is. I'm not going to like play it back. I hope it is. Or, oh crikey, we're black and white. By George, we're black. Oh heckers, we're black, but probably not. It's probably a different term, which I don't know if we're allowed to say on the show. Um, so I'll replace it with Heckers. For more on Heckers, check out uh, the Mean Girls Minute episode 52, where I'll tell a really interesting story about Heckers. Yeah, believe it or not, I can be interesting when I'm not just talking to myself in a room, driving myself completely mad. Uh, it, it looks like it could be a decent film. And considering they got the idea that it could establish a cult following, whoops, I'm intrigued once it comes out in the UK to see if it'll get any sort of response. I will give it a watch when it's not 27 something 99, is it? Or just 27? Either way, whew, not paying that for a Blu ray. Um, so it's opening weekend, 17 million. That's not bad. Limited release. Budget? Where's the budget? It looks like it's a lower budget, but that's never a problem. Except when it is. Apparently, the role of Greg is played by the bass player for OK Go. Now, I'm not a a music head. Are they a, a well-established band? 
Is that what the the cool people are listening to while I'm sitting about listening to music from the 90s? And not even music that was largely popular in the 90s. The only concert I've been to is The Cause, which, you know, brilliant band. That's that's the sort of music that I like. But not really the sort of music for a teenager to like listening to. But here's here's a, a, a review here. I've been looking for Dave Made a Maze since seeing its trailer. It looked like a quirky modern version of Cuban Labyrinth, two of my favourite films. It starts off decently enough. The plot and the maze itself are intriguing. I also like some of its quirkiness and humour. Unfortunately, the film gradually unravels. The story, the characters and dialogue are underdeveloped, despite only being 80 minutes long. Which confused me, because didn't one of the other reviews mention something about it? When it passes the 80 minutes mark, it gets bad. That's called the end of the film. Sometimes it's not as interesting as what happens before the end of the film. We should inform those critics. By the third act, I was patiently waiting for the film to end. For me, the climax and conclusion did not come together in a compelling way. It is unfortunate. With a bit more development, it could have been something of a cult classic or a hidden gem. That's a lovely review of the film, which doesn't spoil anything. Um, from Solemn Philosopher uh, on the 3rd of September 2017. Gave it 5 out of 10. But I'm going to have a look on the Goofs page um, to fill time and make this a little more worthwhile for the review. If there's a goof space, there's a trivia. Um, not there's any goofs. Oh, that or I don't know, know my way around IMDb. Let's take a look at trivia. That's some exciting stuff about this movie. It originally utilised scrap cardboard from an American apparel factory in LA. These just thought they had more than enough to last the full length of the shoot. When they ran out three weeks later, they found that the company was no longer willing to give their scrap away. Luckily, they were shooting next to Solar City, so we need to let the crew dumpster dive for all the cardboard they needed. The vast majority of the cardboard was returned to those same dumpsters for recycling. The production did not pay for any cardboard. That is interesting. I didn't see any cardboard, I don't think, in the minute. If so, I didn't notice. But I do love the idea of a lot of the film being made of cardboard. I think that is quite interesting. There's no goofs. Some quotes, some soundtracks. Quotes probably are a bit spoilers and don't look like things that I'm willing to read out. Any of them. I do like this one, um, but I won't read it out in case someone else wants to. Um, So we'll leave you on edge. Or maybe you've heard it already. I'll say it involves a beard. But yeah, please let me know how many of you listeners have seen this film. Where on earth I can go about watching the whole film legally, mind? And, um. All that. I apologise for my many tangents, but I suppose it's about time to wrap it up, I think. You can find me on Twitter if you actually want to find out if I'm really an interesting person when I know what I'm talking about. At llama underscore bottle zero. Or on my podcast Twitter page at Please Be Tweeted, which is a pun because the podcast is called 
please be seated. Pause for laughter. That pause was probably long enough. Uh, if you're rolling about on the floor, um, you've never heard a joke before. Because that wasn't good. Um, but essentially, the, the show is special guests discussing their career and a chosen film. You can find that on Facebook. Please be seated. Um, special guests include Andy Kind, uh, who's a comedian, reviewing The Shining with a special interview with The Shining Twins. Guy Lambert, who's a TV producer and agent, reviewing The Naked Gun. Dave Shelton, who's a writer for The National Lampoon, um, reviewing A Futile and Stupid Gesture. Sorry, he was a writer for The National Lampoon. Special interview with the screenwriter of the film, Michael Colton. Actress and filmmaker Freya Hannon-Mills, reviewing John Hughes' Pretty in Pink. Archaeologist and Egyptologist David Roll, reviewing Exodus, Gods and Kings. I forgot the name of the film then. This is driving me mad. Um, Mark Atkinson, musician and podcaster, reviewing This is Spinal Tap. And then Greg Austin, actor and podcaster, talking about films in general, with special interviews with John Leeson, the voice of K-9, and actors Sylvester McCoy and Tony Curran. So if that seems up your street at all, we will also hopefully, fingers crossed, have a Christmas special this year. It's every Saturday at 10am GMT time. If don't know what that is your time, just give it a little Google, or just subscribe. I've been Luke, you've been bored, and that's the show. Goodbye. I'm just going to check something with my sound. Can you say something now? And then I can probably disarm all the traps. And then we can, we can finish this maze. Who is with me? That was Luke Allen of Please Be Seated taking on Minute 41 of Dave Made a Maze. Not sure if he'll be back. Next time on Dave Made a Minute, we've got Walt Murray and Alan Sanders of The Wilder Ride taking on Minute 42. Thank you for listening to Dave Made a Minute. Intro dialogue snippets were taken from Dave Made a Maze, directed by Bill Watterson, written by Bill Watterson and Steve Sears, and produced by John Charles Meyer. Intro music is Diversion by The Equals, featured in the film Dave Made a Maze, and Life Cycle of a Match by Parvis Decree. Outro music is Leaving This Godforsaken Place, and Her Presence is Strong Here by Parvis Decree. Dave Made a Minute is a production of Lemming Drop Studio and all other featured podcast producers. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dave Made a Minute. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice, and check out all of the participants' other shows to spread the love around. Again, thank you for listening. As long as we're all working together, this is going to be fine. It's going to be great. I need you to notify the families of everyone who died here today. Totally. Wait, what? <laughs>